T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents... The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. Sports Radio 610, Houston Texans breaking news. All right, uh, Tyler, what's the latest? The latest with the Houston Texans here. Um, First of all, the Texans, they have promoted a cornerback, Jacoby Francis, Sounds like a, a lovely man. To the 53-man yes. roster from the practice squad, uh, Jacoby Francis, that defensive back, he is going to get a two-year contract um, as he's n- newly promoted to the Texans roster. Also, the official injury report for the Texans is out, and there are multiple players out, as we talked about earlier. Wide receiver Nico Collins out. Defensive back Steven Nelson out. Running back Damian Pierce. Defensive lineman Taylor Stallworth. They're both out. Defensive back Derek Stingley Jr. Wide receiver Brandon Cooks. He is officially out. And offensive lineman, the rookie out of AM, Kenyon Green. He is going to be out for this game with an ankle injury what? against the Chiefs. Yep. Wow! So the the, 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 the new Ooh, ad what? is Kenyon Green. Is that what he just said? That no, is correct. That's what, that's what I meant. The new ad to the list. Yeah, yeah. Is that, and is Justin McCray is missed? questionable. So what are you doing at guard? It's <laughs> a good question. Who? Anyway, uh, what the hell? Jacoby Francis, kid out of Memphis, rookie, five eleven, one ninety five. He's been active. It looks like for three games. They knew that, and they got a new. He got a two-year contract. Is that uh, what that's it? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I, I guess he got a two-year deal. I, I don't, I don't know what that. <clears throat> I don't, I don't know how. I don't know how. Um, like, in terms of like, I don't know what that means. What much. that means? I, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that it, you can give him a ten-year deal. If none of it's guaranteed, you can cut him tomorrow. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, youngster hadn't played a whole lot, so that's probably a good thing here. Yeah, I mean, we knew they were going to have we, – we were talking about it. They're going to have to call somebody up. Somebody, yeah. Somebody was had to be added, and now that it is official, once again, uh, Tyler ran through a, a long list of players that are going to be out. And I want you to think about not just starters. This is – these are like the, the, the top – some of the top players on the team. Uh, Nico Collins, out, starting receiver. Uh, Steven Nelson, foot, out. You've been your best corner this year. Damian Pierce, who's been your best, maybe your best player. Laramie Tunzel's been playing at a high level, but at least the the, the player that 
Most fans have been excited to see seventh leading uh, rusher in the, in the NFL. He is out. Taylor Stallworth, who Clint was really excited oh, about man. to see him and see what he looked like in, in, in week two, he, or in his second week here with the Texans, he is out. Derek Stingley Jr. is going to miss his fifth, fifth straight game, five in a row. And then Brandon Cooks, you're, you're uh, coming into the year, your best offensive weapon by a mile, he is out. Kenyon Green, your uh, top, your second first-round pick, who's been your starting guard, he is out. And then Justin McCray is questionable, and he hasn't practiced all week with a hamstring issue. As you said, what the hell are they going to do at guard? Are we going to be looking at somebody else? They're probably going to have to call somebody else up from the practice squad. This is this – is, oh At least the roof will be I open. Just, wow. Yeah. They'll push. They'll push up, Jimmy Tyler. Morrissey over there. I'm sure <laughs> Scott Quisenberry, Jimmy Morrissey, Damn roof. guard center right there, and then and then keep AJ Can, Titus Howard, and Laramie Tunsil. So they they've got bodies to literally fill those spots. But boy, it's getting dicey, man. At several positions. I mean, literally. Can you call it off? You, you got yeah right. Can you can you just throw in the towel? You, you've got. You nobody, got ain't nobody else thought that. Like I mean, let's just call this thing off. Man. Your, your top two corners and your top two wide receivers and your 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 best playmaker in terms of your running back. They're all out. There ain't enough surprises. Uh, there ain't enough surprises out here to surprise them. Now, what, you, what are they going to add in? Maybe they'll maybe they'll activate Kyle Allen and they'll have a three quarterback system and really throw them off. Ooh, that's that's going to be it's going to be interesting, folks. Wow, man, good God! What'd you say? Your starting wide receivers, your starting two. corners, two. It's really about two, the your two starting wide receivers, your two starting corners, and your starting guard. Neither one of your first round picks are playing. Yep. And meanwhile, the other side uh, with the Chiefs, their injury report uh, looks a little better. Uh, Chris Jones is questionable with an illness, but they think he'll go. And uh, Kadarius Toney, who has missed games, they think uh, uh, he could potentially go. He practiced all week. He's questionable. The one thing, McCole Hardman, uh, uh, Andy Reid, the head coach of the Chiefs earlier today, said they're leaning towards not playing him. So maybe maybe you get a, get around – not having him, but boy, this is this is this is tough, Clint. This is bad because you would think, boy, you could sneak up, you could sneak up on maybe the Chiefs the way that the, the Texans did with the Cowboys last week, and maybe try some things. But see, what happened last week with the, the Texans wild coming Jeff. on and almost beating the Cowboys with the Wild Jeff. The beating the Cowboys, I think they got the Chiefs' attention. And then the Chiefs played poorly last week against a bad team, maybe the second-worst team in the league against the Denver Broncos and gave up a bunch of points, and Mahomes played bad in that game, throwing three picks. So they're probably motivated to, to improving on their on their play from last week. And now they, they're prepared and ready for the Texans. So this, this thing could get ugly even if the Texans were at full strength. And now – they just have damn near everybody out of the damn game. Yeah, I, I think, look, you, you, your point is, like, can can Jacksonville sneak up on Dallas? Well, I think Dallas escaped their sneak game last week. Right, right? yeah. They're, they're, the game that they overlooked, maybe, with the Texans. And then, as you just said, I, I think Kansas City, they they uh, they got by Denver last, last week with a game that they tried to sleep through as well. So, you know, you, you look at, at – the Cowboys this week and the Kansas City Chiefs, both of them, one's playing the Jaguars, one's playing the Texans. Uh, unfortunately for those two teams, th- th- these these favorites, if you will, um, Super Bowl caliber teams, they 
they had their their sleepwalking game last week. It's already by them, and now I think they're going to be they're going to be primed and ready. So oh uh, could be wrong. I mean, crazy thing, crazy things have happened, but but uh, great football teams like, like we think the Cowboys are, and like we know the Kansas City Chiefs are, they don't typically sleepwalk through two ball games back to back. Give me this, Clint, and I know this is this is a uh, you could go in many directions. Of what we see missing, what is what is going to be the most difficult thing for the Texans to the overcome? The corners. Yeah. The corners being out. I mean, because, like I just said, you, you got a rookie that's been active three games this season for the worst team in the NFL. Um, and, and and so, you, you clearly, he's not one of those guys that's that's a, a top-tier talent. I mean, clear, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying he's he's been searching for a place. And this this team that that has a lack of depth at the cornerback position didn't didn't have a need for him until three ball games ago. So you you question whether how you know how what, what caliber corner is this yeah. Francis kid? I I don't know this that that depth issue. Man, no Stephen Nelson, no Derek Stingley. That that's a big problem when Kansas City's coming to town. Because you know why I think that I agree with you why that is, and we've talked about this a lot. I mean, with Derek Stanley and Steven Nelson in the game, he plays. He, he tends to lean towards playing cautious, playing off, yeah. you know, not being aggressive. To imagine now what he will do when it is backups and a guy who's been on the practice squad and only been active three games, you would, I mean, you would think they'd even be more cautious and backing up even more. And that, I they mean, can't and that, be anymore. And, they can, for the record, just, just – just, Oh, you don't think so? They cannot be any more cautious at this point in time. Wait, wait, I'm the, just saying, hey, it, let's, take a, let's take a little let's, – let's add another step to that. I, uh, I think this is going to be – This is going to be very, very uh, similar to the Miami Dolphins game where they decided to play so soft in the secondary that there's just monster voids underneath. Um, and I think you got – when it comes to – Attack in that mid-range game. I think you got a very similar team in in terms of ability to throw it and ability to catch it and run after the catch. I think you got similar teams. When you look at Miami and you look at at uh, at Kansas City. Not not saying they're similar. I know they're two total different offenses, but their ability to attack that mid-range game to attack uh, zones zone defenses underneath. It, it, they're both very 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 good at it. And so I would imagine it's going to be a very similar approach. Somebody said on the on the trailer woman frame text line, fire the damn strength coach. Is that where we are now? Fire the damn strength coach. I don't know, boy. This is this is something. All of your top players, with the exception of Laramie Tunsil, going down at the same damn time. There is there is something odd going on with the Texans. Thanks for the strength coach. Three and three, number two. It probably is Nick Casario's guy. Did they clear house when 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 uh? Ooh, I don't know. When Nick got that gig did they, and they let Bill go, did they clean house on the strength coach? I, know, I can't I, remember. I can't remember. I, pro- I probably should have known that, but no, I don't. I didn't keep up with the strength and conditioning coach huh. change. I'm going to guess they may have. All right, uh, move happening yesterday in Major League Baseball. The Yankees come up with a huge move. They sign left-hander Carlos Rodon, uh, and uh, he is going to the Bronx on a six-year, $162 million contract. He had a great bounce-back season with the Giants last uh, last year. And somebody we looked at, we talked about, is like, man, that guy's coming along. And I said it. When they brought back Judge and they brought back Rizzo, this was just a, 
Hey man, we just kind of, kind of, kind of holding serve right here. They hadn't made any move to catch up to, or anywhere close to the to the Astros. And I said to me, I look at teams like the Mariners and the Blue Jays now, as teams that I think have a better chance to be right behind the Astros. Well, this move changes things a bit, Clint, because now you look at it and they've now added this guy to where their their rotation goes. Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon, uh, Nestor Cortez, and then uh, Severino is is their fourth starter as well right there. I got it. That is, for those that is a, I know, Tyler. That is a serious top three and four right there. And when you're honest and you admit, like, and I, and I love what the Astros are potentially going to run out there rotation-wise, but they add Carlos Rodon, you lose the Cy Young Award winner in Justin Verlander. Even the hardest Astros fan has to admit they have they have come closer to the Astros. I know many of you will not, but they have they have come closer to the Astros. Who's your well, daddy I mean, now? Should I say look. the Astros? <laughs> Thanks, Pedro. Uh, the, the the truth of the matter is is there's no denying that they've come closer. They just I mean they Rodon just stepped in the building. I mean and, and a, yeah, he's, he's, I mean he, he's he he's special. The there, there's no question about that. But at the same time, that gap is significantly larger than I think all the talking heads want to admit. Yeah, they want it to be closer. Well, well I mean, but uh, no, I'm talking about closer from uh, from the perspective of like Rodon's. It's such a big time get for him, and sure, it makes things tougher for the Astros to go beat them in a seven game series. Sure, it does. No, I mean, what fool would say it? It, it wouldn't. But the reality of it is is they were so far from beating the Astros in a seven-game series before Rodon got there. It's, I mean, he's not going to close the gap significantly. Uh, yeah, not, I, I, I would say the Astros are still the team to beat. Um, and, I, and I think this pulls the Yankees to, to, to the second level. But I do think it does bring – I mean, you're adding a guy who's ERA. I mean, he, he was better than Cole last year. ERA, 288. Uh, 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 237 strikeouts uh, last year with the Giants. I mean, he was a. I mean, he he's a he is a he is an ace level starter that they've added to their team. But to the point that you're making, the Astros are still clearly to me the top team in the. I, I, in look, the I, AL. I, I watched I watched Astros Yankees a bunch this year, and they're more they're they're a lot further away from the Astros than than Carlos Rodon. Yeah, they, yeah, they have, they have to they they have to add another piece or have another player grow uh, who they have now. But you remember we watched Carlos Rodon two years ago and every every time. No, no doubt. Look, it's nasty. I get it. <laughs> he shut them jokers down. But I'm just saying it makes the it, it, they are closer to the Astros today before uh, than they were yesterday. They are closer before they got him. Not saying it means that that the Astros are. are are now second behind the Yankees, but they are close. Who's your daddy now? Should I say the Astros? Big three at three. Number three. All right, last night, Thursday night football, the uh, the 49ers, they go ahead and clinch the NFC West, beating Seattle uh, 21-13, and uh, they did it without Debo Samuel. And, Clint, the person you were wanting to see in this game was uh, Mr. Purdy. Mr. Mr. Purdy, the quarterback for the uh, for the San Francisco 49ers, and uh, he was big time, man. Seventeen to twenty six, two hundred seventeen yards, no turnovers again 
in this game, outplayed Geno Smith, who was having a really good season, and made the plays that he needed to make. Uh, and Clint Obtainment, if they get this kind of play from him, he looked you know, they pretty may not go good, th- didn't he? Just take over. I can't. If they get this kind of play from him, you don't come in here with this. Look pretty good. If they get this kind of play from him, I don't know if they'll even go back to Jimmy G if he's healthy. I don't know if they'll if they'll even even need to do that. I mean, he he seems to get it already in just his third game. If this guy plays and continues to play the the way that he has, Jimmy G won't see the field again as as a San Francisco Forty Nine er. Absolutely not. Here's some numbers for you on Brock Purdy, the the San Francisco Forty Nine ers quarterback. By the way, mystery relevant. Last pick of the draft. Nobody expected him to play, uh, and, and he's been balling ever since. 612 yards, six touchdowns, one interception. If Jimmy G comes back in the second round of the playoffs, he's going to come back as a backup. I mean, it, it's, it's that easy. You watch this kid play. He's insurance policy. Yeah, you, you watch this kid play, and, and it's, it's – uh, I mean, he's, he is mature well beyond his years. Um, he's got a loose arm. Uh, he's got he's got he's he's much more mature mentally than than most rookies, uh, and he's got a hell of a supporting cast, and so he's going to be put in position consistently to have success, and I think he's wired in a way to have big time success. Yeah, yeah, they look good, man. They look good. That defense is something else. They look good with no Debo Samuel. Um, I mean, Christian McCaffrey. He's coming, baby. I, that, that's he's killing that, that, my fantasy. You know, that's baby. that's one thing. Also about Brock Purdy that's interesting is, you know, th- there's certain guys that you just from jump have really good chemistry with, right? And, and, I, and I started thinking about this with, with uh, McCaffrey, and it's like I thought, well, hell, you know what? I mean, during training camp, Jimmy G was working on a different field, so Brock Purdy was getting all the second-team reps yeah. behind. But then I, I, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Christian McCaffrey wasn't, wasn't there. there. Yeah. So this is literally the, the first run he's gotten with McCaffrey over the last two, three weeks. And it looks like they've been playing together for ten years, man. Yeah, I mean he's hitting, and they're using the hell out of him. Oh now. yeah, of course, of course, Shanahan's going to use him even more so with Debo Samuel out. But just the way that Brock Purdy, this young fella, has ha- appears to have really good chemistry with McCaffrey, with Brandon Ayuk, with some of the other guys. Uh, Kittle uh, had two touchdowns last night. Um, it, it, it's that's the that's the part that makes me a believer. Not because this guy's going out there making unbelievable plays. Just he appears to have a Full grasp of this offense and great chemistry with uh, the pass catchers, man. That's that's uh, that's powerful. Now that uh, Tyler broke the news on who's officially in and out uh, for this game for the Texans, now the question is, how in the hell do they defend Travis Kelsey on Sunday? I, how is what? How do you even start with what they have available to them? We'll discuss that. Coming up next on The Drive. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's a Miller Lite Football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from Moonshine Deck, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. That's right, fellas. We are live in the Heights, and uh, it looks like it's uh, it's picking up a little bit. It's picking up a little bit. See people with champagne and stuff over there, a little rosé at the bar. Now I can dance uh, at that oh, party. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's going now. My man, boy, he's chewing the hell out of that. I don't know what that is, but it's... He's got a big old thing of it. Go ahead, man. They got great food, great drinks here. <laughs> I mean, he is, man. He turned over there. He's eating. Got his mouth closed. Not smacking. So good for him. Yeah, clearly, he didn't learn from the same folks you did with I your mean, smacking God, ass. man. I mean, I said as soon I was gonna as say, soon. I was going to say something when you eating them shrimp tacos earlier. They sounded good. Was I don't it, know how Was good. it loud? Oh, it was loud. Swear, was I? Oh, damn. Was I? I, but I ain't gonna be that kind of. But you know, I'll, I'll, it like, you should have you should have elbowed me. Look, I'll let Tyler and Courtney I'll get try on. To get I'll, I'll let Courtney and Tyler handle that, man. I, look, Damn, how loud was it? Really? If was all it, I got to deal with is you smacking every now and then, man, we'll we be all right. Was it as loud as them, them salads? Well, the music was playing in here at the time, and Shut I can hear it. No, so, you I mean, lying. It was, I don't believe you, man. The wet being, mouth. I mean, yeah, you got it's pretty. It's you want to have some fun now. It's pretty aggressive, man. I'm just telling you. Enjoying you. You're the one asking the questions. I'm just giving answers. Uh oh, the party didn't just walk through the house. Oh, hell. Oh, shucky ducky. (laughs) Quack, quack. (laughs) You feel the party didn't walk into the house. No, uh, come on down here, man. It's starting to pick up. We'll be here till six o'clock at least. Uh, Great food, great drinks on a Miller Lite football Friday. Uh, as uh, as we are enjoying ourselves here at uh, Moonshine Deck out here. In the Heights, Clint. All right, man, he just rolled through. <laughs> he just rolled through the injury report with the Texans. And all their, their, their two starting corners are out. So when you hear that, that means now that we know Des King is, is probably your top corner, so he is going out uh, uh, as an outside corner to go along with uh, 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 Trayvon Smith. Tremont. Or Tremont Smith. There you go. Uh, not Trayvon. Tremont Smith, who had two picks last week. Uh, but uh, he he's going to be the other corner. Tavier Thomas is probably going to be in the slot. And Boy, <laughs> every, I time, every time I Look, say I, that, I'm, I'm, well, I, I think it – I think you're. I almost think you're a little hard on Tavier Thomas because every time I say and Tavier Thomas on the field in coverage, you immediately bro. start shaking your head, and it comes and that comes out, bro. Like I mean, it's not. It's not about like it's not being hard on Tavier Thomas. It's 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 being 100 percent honest with the situation. He's he's not a he's not a cover defender. Period. He's not. <laughs> I mean, he's, and, and now well, he's well, he going to cover this week when he's no, already no, at, no, at, no, at the, no. the slot defender position. And now, now you're going to put you potentially going to put him outside. So that, that's why that's why this Kobe Francis kid got moved up. Surely they're not going to do that. But that's I just, got no use for you. That's, I'm, I hear you. No, I got use for him. Mom, relax a little bit. Set this I one just, out. I, I, there's there, I, I got use for him. Um, I mean, but but good gosh, let's let's pump the brakes a little bit on him potentially having to play outside, huh? So when we look at, I mean, we look at this. I mean, I I think 
I, I think they're going to probably have to use uh, Eric Murray in some in some positions to be out there. They probably have to use. Um, they've been loving to have uh, have um, uh, Lord uh, Jalen Petrie being as a, as a free safety in the middle of the field. They might have to bring him into coverage. I'm just trying to figure out how the hell they're going to cover Travis Kelsey. Like, like, what is the thought right now that Lovey is is coming up with? All right, this is it because everybody comes in games against the Chiefs. Threat that they want to stop is the tight end Travis Kelsey. Pretty simple. And and I'm just f- trying to figure out what is the thought process on how they're going to attack this. I I I I because this is this is making me. It is hard to figure out because, as you said, you're nervous about Tavier Thomas. There's 17 defensive coordinators in the NFL that can't figure that out, and you're th- you're sitting over there racking your brain about I'm it. Trying, I, I don't even listen. I don't know. I'm not talking about how they're going to execute it because I don't think it's going to go well. I just want to know what the plan is. I wonder what the plan is. I'll be honest. I'd like to see, and I, I don't think it'll go well. I'd like to see what Jalen Petrie looks like uh, potentially in, in coverage. Uh, d- d- or playing that way, I'd like to see. I just want to see how they're going to attack this because I, it is hard for me to to envision. Well, I, I told what you. They're you gonna, do. Did you watch the Miami Dolphins game? Yeah, it was thirty to that's, nothing. That's at what the half. You, that's what you're gonna get. That's oh. what you get. Now, 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 I'm not saying thirty to nothing is what you're gonna get. But you're talking what, about that type of because Kyle Allen decided to give up a couple touchdowns himself. But uh, but you're you're gonna get that same. Real soft, keep everything in front of you, make them go 10, 12 play drives to score touchdowns, and hopefully Pat Mahomes holds the ball. Hopefully they get a little pressure from up front, and and, and hopefully he throws a couple of errant passes that turn into interceptions in the first half, and then that way you at least got a game close in the so second half. Keep it close. Right. And, and and then everything from there, you know, how the game starts and what the score is midway through the second quarter is going to dictate, okay, do they continue to stay stay in that deep zone or do they – do they start bringing pressure? And if the game's out of hand, they'll start bringing pressure. They'll start doing some different things. But but I believe what, what we see from jump is going to be seven-man zones, cover three, little cover two. And uh, I, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are, are, so way, uh, are so well-equipped to, to uh, attack that approach. So the way that they're going to try to hold down Travis Kelsey is to hope that Jerry Hughes, Mario Addison, and Malik Collins – can, can well, put pressure yeah. on him too, because if he had, because I look at this, if Mahomes has time, and listen, the Chiefs' tackles aren't the best, but if Mahomes has time, like Tua did, if we're talking about the Miami game, like Tua did, well, this thing just—I mean, he's just gonna gonna carve him up, right? <laughs> you are you are correct. So. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I mean, look, no, I mean, looking at this thing through the lens of Travis Kelsey, it makes it makes no sense simply because nobody can stop him. I mean, there's not, there's no. It's not like you you want to. He's almost like the guy that you go. I'm gonna let him get his. Let him get his. What you can't have is you can't have Miko Hardeman on the on the speed sweep take one fifty yards for a touchdown. What you can't do is allow Pat Mahomes to run around back there for five six seconds consistently and be comfortable while he's doing it and find somebody over the top, um, you know, throughout the ball game. That that's what you can't afford to do. I, I just Look, at this point in time, I don't have a whole lot of faith that, that from a game plan perspective or a personnel perspective, this defense is going to be able to hold their own. Yeah. I just looked at it from the perspective of, you know, most teams say, all right, we've got to stop their, got to stop their, top, their top threat. Like, or or we're going to try to slow down right. their, their top threat. 
Well, that's, Pat, just, that's Pat Mahomes. I mean, they're they, they going to – Well, yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I guess it's Pat Mahomes, not who, not Kelsey, who he is, who is throwing the ball to. I just – boy, when you saw the injuries, I was wondering that from the – I wonder how they're going to do this. They're going to bracket him. They're going to double him the whole time. And now – They've thrown the kitchen sink at that cat, and he still <laughs> somehow finds a way to make it happen. So, yeah. when you yeah. got – when you got – look, it's the same thing as what we watched last night with Thursday Night Football with – Christian McCaffrey. It's like you go into that game in Seattle. It's like just take Christian McCaffrey out of the ball game. Look, you 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 can let you can let Kittle get his. You can let Brandon Ayuk get his. Take Christian McCaffrey out of the ball game, some way, shape, or form. Guess what? Can't do it. I mean, he got seven, eight years in the league worth of defense corners trying to take him out of the game, yeah. and he's been one of the most prolific players since he stepped foot in the league. When he's healthy, it's not going to happen. You're not going to take good coordinator. With a with a a good weapon, you're not going to take that weapon out of the game. You're not going to do it. You, you got You're not going to do it by focusing on him, right? I mean, you got to You got to figure out a way to to make Pat Mahomes uncomfortable. All right. Last night, uh, we saw the 49ers defeat the Seahawks and capture the NL uh, the NL the uh, the NFC West. The number thing, the number one thing coming out of that game from a Texans perspective is people looking at D'Amico Ryan's. How would you feel? How would you feel if D'Amico Ryans was the next head coach of the Houston Texans? We'll discuss that next on The Drive. It's a Miller Lite football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from Moonshine Deck, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. That's right. As the, uh, the Drive is live out uh, in the Heights. Moonshine Deck is, uh, as we'll be here till 6 o'clock as we're getting you ready on this Miller Lite Football Friday, uh, come hang out. Come celebrate wherever you are in your car. It's a, it's a nice little day. They got a lot to, lot going on around here. Make your way right on down here. As uh, it's a good time to be had. Uh, I mean, look, bowl season started. The games are on. Here he goes. Well, I mean, what the hell? What do you mean? Here he goes. I like. I mean, it's, Tyler, it's, I'm it's, serious. It's, I've never seen like. The bowl gleam, season. The gleam in, in Clint's eyes. That made me football. When bowl games. When bowl yeah. games start. And it doesn't matter the bowl games. It's not just the, the, the big ones. Like, he's like I believe Clint's knee-deep in this Cure Bowl. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I like Jeff Trailer, the head coach. <laughs> Here he goes. I like Frank Harris, their, their quarterback. He's, he's one of the best quarterbacks statistically in the, in the country. Uh, I, 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 I think he, Jeff Trailer's going to end up being uh, one of the hotter coach, head coach candidates for the Power Fives in the next couple of years. Uh, he's, a, he's a beast Texas guy, East Texas uh, – uh, guy and so yeah, I'm 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 somewhat interested in in uh, what's going on. You got a hell of a matchup. I mean, you, you you got one of the one of the better defense. I think it's I think it's number eight defense in the country in Troy, in the number That's twelve offense, in the yeah. number twelve offense in UTSA. So you got you got I mean strength versus strength here. Why do you and, know and these, why do you know their rankings? Well, I mean I don't know. I I, I look at it. Don't I wouldn't say I study this 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 game. Oh, but say, I, hell, it sounds like I, you. I, it I, sounds I, like you. you are you calling this game? I, I, I'd be nice. Get, get, get <laughs> oh, paid, my God. Hey, T, you got any bets on this game? No. Negative. Actually, no. Tyler, seriously, Tyler, when do you start watching these bowl games? Uh, when they, they uh, like, the seem the least bit interesting. <laughs> I'll probably start around cheesing. If I wasn't on the radio from two, like, if, you're, oh, if, be, I, if I wasn't on the radio this. right now, I'd be somewhere watching this drinking beer. Look at them nachos. Oh, I didn't know what you were fixing to say. <laughs> I didn't know. 
I didn't know what walked up. I think say the way you were looking at them nachos, I was like, what the what in the Shut world up, was man. that? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> the wet mouth. Yeah, hey, I'm about to them nachos look like they 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 like they need help finishing that. Uh no, uh yeah, man, I just I, I I know you would be. I know you'd be sitting around and watching the hell out of this. You'd have got up early and would start watching UAB and watch that, that Bahamas Bowl. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I started around cheese it. I didn't have a whole I didn't have a whole lot of interest in that one. Really? Good for you. Yeah, I didn't have a whole lot of interest. This one right here, this one right here interests me with with UTSA. I, look, I the the UAB game would have been worth getting up and watching. If um, what's my man's name? That, Trent Dilfer was coaching. No, what's my man's name that rushed for 1,700 yards this year? Um, damn it, I can't think of his name. But they they, they had they had a, a a guy that rushed for 7.4 yards uh, per carry this year. Led the league in in rushing and uh, let let all of college football in rushing, I believe. Um, I I would have I would have been interested in getting up and watching for that reason, but I, I don't believe he played. So, there, that went out the window. That went out the, the window for you. Yeah. It's all right, man. I, hey, everybody likes what they like. I mean, I think I bet people are pretty weird that I, that I, what I watch when I watch I a mean, lot of college basketball. Let's be now. honest. You're, you're over here watching your phone because you got a new Traeger and you got you got some right. pork butts cooking I have or not checked it in the last 20 minutes. You better check it, man. I better check it. All right, no. This this was interesting because you went you went left. And I like that. I like I like when there's a different thought. By the way, that kid's name's Dwayne McBride, seventeen hundred plus yards at yeah. UAB this year. Hey, Mac, he, he'd have been worth watching. Sorry about that show. I, I just I, I mean, that kid. Yeah, yeah, well, what he did this year, I couldn't forget it. I, I couldn't leave that that hanging out there. He his his name deserved to be mentioned. Yeah, D Mac is what they call him. Um, but most people watched last night and was like, "Hey, all right, get give me D'Amico Ryan's." Let, uh, give me D'Amico Ryans being the next head coach. I saw Sean Pendergast tweeted last night. I saw, uh, I heard on In the Loop, listening before we started, I heard John Lopez, OG, talking about laying it out. Like, let, let, go get him right now. You go get him and, and Bryce Young. Like, th- this, this will make him feel so much better about this organization moving forward. But you don't feel that way about D'Amico Ryans. You, you're in another space. Well, it's it's not it's it's not about D'Amico Ryans. Look, I, I, D'Amico Ryans is a great coach. I get it. Um, it, it. He's he's done a tremendous job as as a defensive coordinator uh, of of the San Francisco 49ers. and I'm sure he'll be a great head coach somewhere down the line. I I, I personally, I am out on defensive minded head coaches. Out all the way, completely out. Let yes. me let me ask you, for the Texans, are you out just in general? If you were if you were rolling and ru- running a team, or you were I'm, a fan I'm of a team, Both. you're out all the way. Both. I am a fan of the Texans. I don't I I don't have time to 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 go through hoping he finds the right play caller, hoping he finds the right quarterback, and then hoping that that play caller stays, and then I hope the next guy when he comes in, he's got a good relationship. It with with the quarterback and they see the game through the same lens, I I just don't I just don't have time for that. I I, I want a, an offensive minded head coach that comes in and if best case scenario happens this year next year they find their quarterback, they start winning ball games and that quarterback and that head coach are married for the next ten years. That's what I that's what I want. I I, I don't I don't want to I don't want what what just happened in Miami where. It's a it's a defensive minded head coach, 
that comes out of a great system and gets there, ends up going through three offensive coordinators, ends up not liking the quarterback that they drafted in Tua, um, and ends up creating dysfunction. I, I just, I don't, that, that's, to me, that is, I could see that happening with defensive-minded head coaches. I, I just, give me the offensive-minded head coach, assure me that the play calling and the quarterback situation are going to be, are going to be, compatible they're going to be they're going to be on the same page the rest the rest we can work through see my thought is always give me because I, I honestly I think play caller is different than head coach like being a good play caller is different than being a good head coach like I, I think I think Josh McDaniels uh, has been a good coordinator and play caller at times but I don't think Josh McDaniels is a very good offensive coach right uh, and 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 to me, I think it is more – it's almost more important to get the guy that's a good wait, head wait, coach. Wait, Did you say head coach or offensive coach? Head coach. Okay. I, I, yeah, I don't you think – You just don't he's think a, he's a good head coach. I don't think – yeah, I, I think there's two different – like, I think there's a difference between – sometimes Sometimes there are guys that are really good play callers o- offensively and defensively but don't have the makeup of, of a great head coach. And sure. I think we can see sure. it on both sides. Absolutely. Like at Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, like, to me, that's a fear, too, of getting a guy like that and, and – and, and having guys that, to me, I want to see who is the guy, as you'll always say, one of the things we talked about with guys like Eric Bieniemy and, and, and guys like Robert Sala and guys like, hell, I'll even say this, guys like Dan Campbell, are they leader of men? Do they lead men? Do they get guys to follow them? I think that is an important thing. And sometimes if you go through the hot play caller, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen, uh, uh, right, when you go to the hot play caller, like sometimes do you get a play caller or do you get a guy that's also really ready to become a, a, a head coach and run a team? Because Nathania Hackett was, a, was an all right play caller. He ain't no damn head coach, right? And, that, and everything you're talking about, he was a top name coming out. And obviously you got, I think you got to vet it all. I just I don't want to put myself or the Texans, I think, put themselves – in a box to say, all right, w- this is what we're looking for, an offensive guy. If you could find Kyle Shanahan, who is a, a great play caller in mind, but a great leader of men, same thing with, with uh, McVay, a great play, play caller and leader of men. But if you, you get, get a guy, you talk to a Tomlin, and you're like, God, this dude is, is special as a head coach and, and can do this. You talk to a Robert Sala, this dude is special as a head coach and can do this. You talk to a Sean McDermott in Buffalo and think he's a head coach I just don't want to limit myself. I get what you're saying because the Texans are going to have a young quarterback, and you would the, the perfect thing is to pair him with an offensive coach that you know that's going to be there that he's going to have a relationship. When you see Tua and Mike McDan- McDaniel, it's hard to not look at that and say, "Let's make that work." I just don't want to pigeonhole myself into that. Yeah, I, look, I, there's pros and cons both directions, man, and 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 I understand them all. There's examples of good and bad from offensive-minded and defensive-minded guys. Um, I, I just I – w- it's a roll of the dice any way you slice it. Yep. And and I, I would rather roll the dice with an offensive-minded guy. I, I mean, you, you would – here's the deal. An offensive-minded guy, um, it, I, I feel like I would trust them to make – the right decision from a quarterback's perspective and from a from a from an offensive scheme perspective even if it didn't 
even if it didn't work out, um, you, you would you would like to think that they would still have the right pieces in place for the next guy. I, I just don't like the possibility of dysfunction. I don't like the possibility of not understanding. Like when we watch, what I keep forgetting my man. What's my man's name in uh in Miami that just that just got that that let go? Oh, Brian Flores. Brian Flores. Like to think that that dude thought at all at any point in time that it would be a good a good route or a positive outcome dealing with Tua the way he did personally, like not personally, but like as a player individually. Uh, bringing in Fitzpatrick and making him part of the deal, changing coordinators every three years. Like that whole – like oh, there's 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 four or five layers there that you, you go, what in the hell? What in the hell? Who thought that was a good idea? Yeah. Yeah. No, Damn, I, that's, that's rain. I thought that – I thought that was uh, – I thought I was like, Aaron, man, you got to get that fixed. No, I, that's I, rain. It's coming down. Here? It's coming down. That's all right. Still make your way on out here, though. It's a good time. No No better place to come in here and drink and listen to good – conversation oh, no, no go nice. ahead don't lose your point now no I, look i i just i i just there's a the point is is there's a risk with everything there is there's there is at, at the end of the day several ways to skin a cat i i just personally i'm at a point where i want an offensive-minded head coach i like i said i get your i get where your thinking is I, and i completely understand you give me a sexy you give me a sexy offense that can move the football and score points and and if you if you if you end up because some of the ancillary pieces aren't right, you end up 500, you end up with eight wins, eight and nine type season, oh, okay, we, we're growing the right direction, and you're entertaining me as we go. This whole stuff like we're dealing right now with, with Lovey, and I'm not saying D'Amico would be that would way. Be, be that. I, I'm just saying most defensive-minded guys. Yeah, I, no, I get you, because if you tell me right now, two of the best coaches of this generation, you say, hey, I'm going to give you Andy Reid or, 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 or Mike Tomlin. Which one do you want? I'd probably pick Andy Reid because it's an offensive league. Uh, even though they're both great Hall of Fame head coaches, I'd probably go with the offensive guy. But still, everyone, most people believe the best of all time is Bill Belichick, a defensive mind that was able to, you know, to, to put the right pieces sure. together on the other side of the ball. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I, I don't want the quarterback to be, <laughs> to be, to be screwed up. I don't. I don't at all. So that is, that is understood. That rain just came out of nowhere, didn't it? Beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, it, it came over. I need to check my grill. To be honest with you, this rain coming down. I hope, uh, hope I'm in a good spot. So many good meats. Oh yeah, still good, baby. We're still good. Oh, you'll be all right. Yeah, we're still good. We're still good here. We're still good here. All right. Um, all right, Clint, it's, uh, it's coming up on 4 o'clock, man. What you got coming up? It is. We got four weeks of the season left here. I got four things that I need to see. Last time we did this, we were at the six-week mark show. Last time we did this, we were at the, uh, the six-week mark. And that's right. Also, we are joined by that's right. the Hall of Famer, John McClain, on every Friday in the 4 o'clock hour. So, you need no more of a tease than NFL Hall of Famer that's coming right. up. That's uh, that's who we got and what we got coming up next. John McClain doesn't mince words here. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.